You know what would be a cracker? Celebrating Halloween in the world's best Halloween destination. I'll get my passport. No, you don't need... Well, you might do soon enough if you're coming up from Donegal. But no, see, it's in Derry. Derry, like Derry, Derry, like Cream Horns, the 212, the Undertones, Derry. Aye. I can't wait to dress up. You should actually dress up as someone dead on for a change. Oh, you're hilarious. See, from October 26th to November 3rd, there's over 100 events happening to celebrate Halloween. It's Return of the Ancients theme this year. Oh, so I take it your mum will be making a comeback then? Well, there goes your chance of staying in her spare room. Head you on to DerryHalloween.com and book yourself a wee room, sure. I'm afraid to sleep on my own. Well, sure, the fireworks will keep you company. Yeah, I don't know, Sean. Don't put him to hand. Take long. Is that how you want to start, or do you want to start with a wee chit chat? No, put on the jingle, you mad bunt. Yeah. Yo, it's the Ocean Sean. Back with a podcast, and we get it done. Am I right? Are we about to go? Live with a beat, or be so yo. Connect your ears to the big headphones. Brand new segment, Jokes and Drugs. Here's your one from Derry. It's hard to be illegal in Macabre. She owns Kanda. He can't catch ya. Put the hole you want like that, that, that. He's so funny. He's be running. He make your smileys from how they done it. Girl, jump over your wall like a free file. Make a coffee or tea. She was on the B-I-N-D-F and he was on the I-G-T. Ah. Warm. Still warm? I think that there jingles like the or what it, what's that called a jingle is it? The intro. Is like the gift that keeps on giving. Cause you did you say in that he is funny, his eggs be runny? Yeah. <laughs> like, That's why I like my eggs. I know, but it's just so out there, isn't it? Pretty much, but it's you know, do you want me to tell lies? No. On our intro? Not at all. How are you? You're looking well. Thank you. For a change. Thanks very much. It's been ages since we've done a podcast, just me and you. It's, it's weird, isn't it? It actually feels really weird. And do you know what's it's weird that it actually felt weird when we had guests on, whereas now it feels weird that it's just you and I. I was it weird when we had guests on? Different, not weird, but maybe the first time we had somebody on it was like the dynamics completely changed. You know, it's different and yeah. it's, it's nice to have a guest on. Like that's what, uh, I like having people on too. It changes it up. Um, for anyone who's wondering why we haven't done one in a while, we haven't like fallen out. We've just been too busy, haven't we? It's like we've, we've split I'm up. still rattle out, rattling out my own one, but yeah. it's 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 time consuming. Very like we sat down what nearly an hour ago, and we're only just recording now. Yeah, but like that's just because every single time we go to record this, it's the the technology fills us. I know. Really need to sort that out. I just don't understand that. I hate living in this technological world. You should have handed me a budget rather than went out and bought your own stuff. Because I feel like you've bought all stuff from Toy Master. Shut up! Well... When you... This... You've liked this the whole time you've had it. I'm joking, yeah. All right. I said, that's rude. Chill out. Jesus Christ. Chillax to the max. To be fair, though, for somebody who has absolutely no idea about, like, like equipment, I think I did all right. No, you could tell. Shut up. No, it's all right. Well done. Thanks very much. Fair plenty. That was your Christmas present last year, wasn't it? Or um, your birthday present or something? Do you know what? Everything's within a month of each other. That I know. You just combine everything, don't you? Our birthday. No, your birthday. Our birthday. Like, we're, no, twins. we're twins. No. <laughs> Although I do know a couple. <coughs> I forget who it is now, to be fair. Their birthday's in the same day. Ah, uh, that would be... Uh, well... Weird. And they're the yeah. same age. It's so just they like were two Christmases. Born on the same day. But I think that would be quite good because you'd have a joint birthday party every year. Like born it would be great fun. Born on the same day. It's like born in, in the, the USA. USA. Um, so, yeah, yeah, because our anniversary is the end of November. Then it's your birthday, start of December, then Christmas. So it's, it's literally all within four weeks. What day is my birthday? The 1st of December. I know. I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for the listeners. Uh, just so they know. P.O. Box. Just send me send stuff. Send to your agent. Epic Entertainment. <laughs> Is that what it's called now? The changes. Isn't that called Epic Entertainment? Experience Epic. <laughs> that one? What's my agent called? BBA Management. Which is where you can send your gifts on the 28th of March. <laughs> <laughs> um, our anniversary is the 27th of November too, isn't it? 
Is it the 27th, yeah, it is, not the 20th? Let's remember it like this. 28th is my birthday and 28th of October is when we got engaged. Right, okay. So that's how, because we keep forgetting, we keep messing it up. I know. Two dimwits. Two absolute idiots. So what have you been up to? You've been living the dream, haven't you? Well, I tried my first stand-up gig last night for anyone listening who doesn't know that. You did. Um, And it's something that was all my... Oh, I'm raging. I posted the photograph today and didn't even say it was part of my 30 before 30. Pure forgot. Oh, yeah. Because it was on my um, 30 before 30 that I'd made a few months ago that I'm very... Like, at snail's like pace, working my way through. You've ticked off, what, three, I've maybe? Pavlova. <laughs> Is that it? Just uh, one thing? No, I've done four, I think. What else have you done? I went to a dance class with my friend. Mm. Um, some of them are slow burners, like reading a book every month, not working. Some I'm going to have to crash. Like next March, I'm going to have to read like nine books in a month. Just read a couple of children's books, you know, like 14 pages, and they're all yeah. big, giant words. But does scripts include, I wonder? Because I read no. loads of those. Right. No. Um, and then, yeah, stand up. So this week's actually Libraries Week as well. Oh, why? Remember we were going to make we a forgot. few library sketches? Did we forget or did you change your mind? No, I just forgot. We need to get that done. We'll maybe do that on Thursday. I'm a, well, it's going to be Thursday in a.m. because I've got perforated Ulster. Oh, yeah. I have, I have a gig as well. Oh, my God. There's no time to be funny anymore. That's it. Oh, my God. Um, so I did my first stand-up gig last night in the pavilion, which is known for like a a gig that you, people will go to to do their first gigs or their first few handfuls and sort of get a bit of stage time and get a bit of experience and stuff and it it, it wasn't bad it went alright yeah it went well it was uh, it was a weird kind of tough night vibe like. wasn't you it? were on too obviously well, not obviously but you were <laughs> yeah. not like you're on every gig there ever <laughs> is <laughs> yeah it was, it was a weird one I, I really don't know about that room it's a it's a nice room it's a nice layout outlay layout L- layout it's a nice layout it's a pdf but at the same time, there's just like three tables side by side and it's like set up as if it's school. Canteen. You're the teacher at the front of the class. Yeah. So if I was taking it on, I would completely change that and just get like smaller tables and stuff. Yeah. In. Like I think it just looks circular tables. so much better than it did before. It's like it has a lovely stage now with the proper no, like curtain backdrop. Yeah, it's yeah. It looks like a proper comedy club. It's really lovely. The only thing is... I know if I was running a comedy club, I would really want to encourage everyone to sit in front of the stage rather than back in coves and in corners and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which we were sat at the back of, I think, which should be the seating area, and there was about 15 people sat behind us. Yeah, no one should be seated up there. S- seated anywhere other than on the main part of the to floor. To be fair, there was staff at the start where asking people, like, saying yeah. to people, sorry, you can't sit up here, but then obviously as the night went on and they were busy, people were just floating in, so they do just sit where they want, but... It is. It has. It has. It's been running for years, like. But it does have the potential to be great now that it's changed. Yeah. Um, but it, it it is a space for comedians to try out new stuff and for new comedians to try out, you know, anything. So it is. Um, it's handy to have somewhere like that too. Yeah. And like, one of the other comedians that was on last night said to me, um, like. If you can survive this gig, you'll be fine. Like, you just keep going because it's only going to get better because this yeah. is probably one of the hardest ones to do, you know. That's it. For your first gig being one of the toughest rooms, the only way is up. And Baby. Essex. Yeah. Because the everyone... Essex. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. Because because it, the lineup is largely people trying out their first... You know, doing their first gig or their first handful. You know, the, the obviously the quality of material... An act isn't going to be as high as it would be in, another, in, a, in, a, in a comedy night where there are no open micers, you know what I mean? Yeah, so the, the, the whole night is very up and down. Yeah. And you can sense that when you're in the room. You're like, I hope the person that's on before me... You feel nervous. ...doesn't bring the, the energy down. You hope that like they don't show their nerves. You hope yeah. that their you material is well. just like, sort of fluid. And yeah, there's, there's so many sort of... Benefactors, I want to say, is that a word? Is no, that, that a benefactor sense? is a person that benefits from something. I think, like a benefactor of a. I'm gonna Google it, but a benefactor is a definite person. It's not like a. You just you can just use the word benefits, like. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But the, but you just you, you need the person who's going a on person before you to not bring it the room down. What were you gonna say? It's the opposite. So it's a person who gives money to a cause, a benefactor of a charity or something. You know. Right. Right. But yeah, you're right. Like, but it, but it is important to have a space like that, though. I think in a, in Belfast, where people can go try out new stuff, and and as much as a lot of the time, I think the audience might not have loved some of the material that was 
you know, being delivered by different comedians throughout the night, they were still lovely and dead respectful of them. Like oh, there yeah, was nobody going, this is shit, you yeah. know. There wasn't one hackle throughout the whole night, which was strange given the, the circumstances and given the, yeah. the level of New acts of comedy. And stuff, yeah. yeah. So I feel like for the first one it went well and obviously like like even any of the other comedians last night that I was like, oh, it's my first time. They None of them thought it was. They were all like, but can't be because you've been doing no. comedy for years. And I was like, yeah, but this is a different ball game and this actually is my first time doing stand-up. I know I've been doing sketch comedy and writing comedy in different sort of formats for the past f- couple of years. But that it is completely different. And how do you think that differentiates between doing straight stand-up and just like because you're on stage performing your own material yeah which is what you did last year at the fringe with Susanna yeah when you did that's you know if you want to take your week card out the sketch show that you brought to the Edinburgh Fringe like what is the difference between doing straight stand-up in your opinion to doing live sketches on stage I think it the difference between doing it I think also doing character work is in line with doing sketch comedy. Like last year, we didn't really do sketches. We did like characters. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we had. Like even on late license, you were doing solo characters on stage That's in it. front of a stand-up audience. I forgot I did that. I, but then it's, again, that was my yoga mom character, where I feel like you have so many more places to go with that because you can have an entire world of thoughts from that character. So you have more material. But also, you can blame it on something existential. If that's the word, like it's not you. You can, <laughs> you can, you can almost pretend to yourself, oh, they just aren't. They don't get that character. They don't know someone like that in their life. That's why they're not resonating with that character. So they're not finding that funny. That's grand, you know. And you can say that about sketches too. You're doing a character, and you can just go, oh, they didn't get that character. They weren't into it. Whereas if it's just you on stage, it's and like you're doing, you're you being yourself, ish. And doesn't go well. If it doesn't go well, then obviously you're like, oh well, they just don't get me, which isn't yeah. they're, which is harder to accept. I think, even though, like, I don't feel like I would have done stand up last night, and it's not necess- It's sort of as myself, but it's like a heightened version. Of course, yeah. Do I, don't, you know, I don't think anyone goes on stage as truly as as themselves. Do you know what I mean? Beyonce it's, does. No, she doesn't. I'm joking. Not one bit. Mm-mm. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, I feel like there is such a difference. Um, yeah. I feel like it, it is easier to do sketch comedy. That is true. And I know there'll be, like... And I do think it's easier to do musical comedy. And I know the comedians who do musical comedy and do sketch comedy will probably be annoyed that I've said that or that anyone says that. But it honestly is. Like, you're far less vulnerable when you're on stage with two or three friends. Yeah. You can die together, and it's funny. But if you're on stage and you die by yourself, it is heartbreaking. That's it. You're a lot more vulnerable when you're out on your own. Yeah. It is. It is so much tougher. Also, as a girl, like I don't know yet what way it'll be if I continue to try, you know, do more stand up. I don't know, but I don't know. I I I feel like I noticed last night that maybe females in the audience didn't take to me as much as they might have taken to a male comedian. I think that girls have this heightened sense of you know we're all out to get like we're in competition with each other which isn't true and I don't think it's something that we've bred within ourselves I think that's just our society tells us that we all need to be better looking than each other and more and nicer than each other I don't know if like we're in competition with each other all the time so I feel like whenever somebody gets on stage you almost some sometimes I do think it's harsh but I do think some girls just would rather other girls weren't funny yeah especially girls that are better looking than them do you if, mean? if that was the case yeah obviously not last night but <laughs> uh, usually but yeah. it, it's a weird one too because when how people want girls to be is like polite and innocent and you know whereas if you go up with confidence and you're saying fucking shit and piss and you're talking about mm. boking and shitting and farting and you know it's like it y- you almost need to research into what works and what doesn't or mm. how you can do that in a way that's just raw and you almost in a heightened character. Yeah, because I I feel like when people want to watch comedy or when they see people on TV in general, as much as people do say, oh, like we want to see real people or people that are talking about things that I know about in my life, you do sort of, it's a, you go to like a comedy club or the cinema 
or a music night as an escape, those people are doing something that you, you maybe don't normally do. So you want to see something different. So I don't think if a girl got up and conformed and sort of talked about the safe things, that would be so fucking boring. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I, I've yet to see if it's any harder for a girl to do to be allowed to be funny on stage or not. I feel like it's been all right so far, just from what I have done in the past. I don't think anyone's so it's telling me that I should stop trying to do being comedy or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But with the more experience you get as well, you'll massively reap the benefits and a lot more than a male comedian would as well because of the whole Me Too movement and because of feminism and because of a hundred other things. I don't think the Me Too movement has anything to do with it. I think it's now that there's more of a sense of a, of a want for equality within yeah, the industry. Yeah, but it's encouraging for women too. And yeah. it's, you know, if you're showcasing a powerful woman, people are going to find inspiration in that. Yeah. And also, it's just nice that, you know, lots of lineups now, they, they, they know they, they should be including a woman because there's plenty of them. Like, there's fuckloads of female comedians. Yeah. There is shitloads. Yeah. Just include them. Are you looking forward to gigging again? Yeah, well, so I'm going to do this Thursday, which will ah, be... Ah, we'll do that at the end. Oh, sorry. I've got a jingle and everything for that. Do you want to do it now? Nah. That's what she said. Because of other things to say. If you're doing, like, what gigs are we doing, then there's other... I don't know. Is your gigs thing different to Winnie on TV again? Think about what you just said. There are two different things. I know. So, are, so, so why would they be the same jingle? Have you two different jingles for those? Yeah. That's all right. Why would I play when are you on TV? You like when I'm talking about monster? doing gigs. Because your gig could be on TV. Ah, scundered you now, didn't it? You've just been dumped live <laughs> on air. How does it feel? Fantastic. Um, are we going to touch on this whole Strictly? Well, this was my legend of the week, actually. I was just about to say. Sean Walsh? No, <laughs> his girlfriend. All oh, right. Do you want me to do the, yep. the jingle then and we'll do it? Yeah. Is it the same jingle as the Google search? This might be your same wee character, the toad on a on a wee leaf or what he called. I was just taking the piss. Here we go. Right. Here, remember a time your Uncle Johnny invited us into the house for a carry-out? That Saturday night, do you remember? Oh, jeez, I was, tell you, it was one of the best nights of my life. Anyway, I'm going to have to ring you back. We're doing legend of the week. So my legend of the week this week is Rebecca Humphreys, who is the actress who was previously Gomish on Walsh. She's the comedian who is on Strict. I was going to say Dancing with Stars, but that's American. So they've finished, have they? Is that that what you're telling us? Yeah, they've split up. Um, And she's my legend of the week just because she wrote this statement on Twitter about how he's a bit of a dick, basically, and what he for what he did to her, and he was out and cheated on her on her birthday and this picture surfaced on all over online in the newspapers yesterday morning so the picture is of him and his dance partner partner Katya kissing hmm. um which is on her and it was on her birthday and she says in the statement that she had text he texted her at 10 o'clock at night on her birthday saying he was going for a drink with Katya and then when she raised concerns that his behavior was getting more and more inappropriate as the weeks are going by then he called her like she says here he called me a psycho and nuts and mental um, aggressively and repeatedly but she's my legend of the week because at the end of her statement she goes I hope he gets what he wants from this but I'm not sorry I took the cat <laughs> I think that's class so she's just like fuck off Sean I've got wee, wee jingles or whatever they've called her cat but wee jingles whatever you call them um, so she's my legend of the week simply because she made a point as she's saying in this that she wasn't going to sell her story she's been approached by lots of papers to sell her story and instead she just releases a statement on twitter takes the fucking cat and gets out of that relationship which is which good for her but i don't agree with this whole like tornado of hate against sean walsh that he should be kicked off strictly and all because i think Mm. that's stupid yeah if he wants to leave i i think as a as a, on a personal level, if it was me, I would walk away from the show because that's so unfair for his girlfriend, now ex, to sit at home and watch him dance every week with a girl that he kissed and cheated on, you know. Mm. Um, but I don't think that strictly should be bitting him off because it's got fuck all to do with, like, do you know what I mean? It's got nothing to do with the competition. I think the whole thing has fuck all to do with anybody. But it's mad. The people involved. It's not how 
people know so much information about their relationship, about the whole thing, you know, just because they're on TV or because they're in the media, that people just can find out everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like as well, I think, uh, I think the pictures were released by the son of them kissing, and mm. it just shows what scumbags they are. Like they don't give a fuck who you are, what you represent, yeah. what you have done in the past. If they can find something that'll sell newspapers or get them attention put it somewhere out across social media or the World Wide Web, they will fucking put it out and they will not give a shit. I think if if one of their kids were famous and they were doing something, they would burst into their room, catch them wanking, take four photos, straight up in the Sunday yeah. newspaper the next day. They I, don't I give do a think shit. it's scumbags. so crap that all their dirty laundry has been like aired out to dry for everyone to see but it hasn't it's been it's been aired out to dry by the british media that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah. as in yeah it's so it has. it's not something out there where your girl rebecca has posted going oh that bitch will get what's coming to her and nobody knows what they're on about which yeah, is of course, what you yeah. see on social media it's i do think though that when you get to maybe like a, a level of fame that maybe sean's at or especially like with strictly strictly is one of the most watched tv shows mm-hmm. of that genre and you do have to accept that you will be watched closely by the public. I do think it's shit. Like, I read loads of comments underneath his apology on Twitter yesterday of people being like, you deserve it. Do you deserve to be thrown to the wolves? Both of you should be fired and never allowed to be on TV again and all this <laughs> sort of stuff. And I was like, that is mental. Yeah. Like, in no other job would that happen. And also, if the, if the photographs hadn't been released and they just split up because of it, yeah. nobody would care. It's only because there's a photograph. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um... But yeah, not that uh, I think that they're two stupid bastards for doing it. She's married to a dancer in Strictly. Yeah. Who now has to? I don't even know if he's in it this series. Actually, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't really. I don't, this is the first time I've ever watched it this year. Um. Yeah, I think in his defense, or not in his defense. Sorry, in her defense. If it's her birthday, you get home straight after work. Jesus Christ. Aye. Do you know what I mean? No one goes for an innocent drink with, with another woman another on woman. the night of your your wife or your fiance's birthday. Birthday. Nobody does that. No. Nobody does that. That's a telltale sign that Who I would rather, rather spend time with. Spend time with this new woman than you. Yeah. So there, the cracks were there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That relationship wasn't a relationship either. Them should have been in. So sh- they should have been out earlier yeah. than that. But anyway, I don't want to like go on and go on about him cheating on her because I couldn't give a fuck. However, uh-huh. I just love that she took the cat. That's why she's my legend <laughs> of the week because she was just like, "I'm having the cat. Go fuck yourself," sort of yeah. thing. Um, I think as well, you know, it it's not the end of the world. Like, look at Jim and Pam. Do you know what I mean? Like, she was engaged to Roy. Her, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Her and Jim kissed. Yeah. Her and her and this Roy. This is stayed. the American Office, by the way, that we are now rewatching for the sixth time. We are watching it again, aren't we? We're now on season five. How many episodes are there in a series? Twenty two. 24? 24 maybe. Right. And there's I think it varies because a lot of them are like double episodes and stuff depending on like if they're Christmas specials or Halloween or... And there's... Whatever. Like eight seasons? I think so. So you're talking about over 150 episodes? Yeah. And we're now watching it for the sixth time. So we've watched over a thousand episodes. Yes, but we're watching them in full HD. That is a whole different kettle of fish, isn't it? Amazon Prime, which I had fucking no idea that they were on. Like we were... Dish night blowjobs, trying to find episodes <laughs> of that online. Do you know what I mean? But um, yeah, it is a it is the best show. It my is by my favorite American comedy by a, a long shot. Oh, it I thought you were going to say something else. Is the Office, yeah. and my favorite English comedy is the Royal, Royal Family. Family. Mm, I think I agree with you. Gavin and Stacey's up there as well. Mm. But Although yeah. I think another Royal Family is just it's yeah. the, the Gavin Stacey is brilliant, but the Royal Family is a genius fly in the wall at genuine yeah. home life in the 90s. Yeah, I think that was almost like the first kind of mockumentary style. Do you know, I think a lot of people say the UK office is the first mockumentary style comedy series. Yeah. But I almost feel like the royal family was. It's borderline, isn't it? It's those long, long takes. Yeah. Do you know they don't cut to different angles? It's like yeah. a, a, a And it's t- so real. It's yeah. so like there are a lot of sort of localisms that I sort of get because my dad was brought up in Liverpool. Even though my dad's Irish, he was brought up in Liverpool and there's a lot Is of sort of in Manchester? Yeah, but Jim Royal's a scouser, do you know what I mean? Oh right, sorry. It's um 
I don't know where it's based, actually. I think it's in between the two, is it not? Uh, it could be. But the rest of them are speaking with manga accents, aren't they? Mm. Well, she is Scouser as well. She was in Brookside. The two of them were on Brookside. Oh, I know why, but she's speaking. She's not Scouser in that. Oh, she is. Is she? Yeah. I think they're all just using their own accents. Jim, Jim, Jim. Mick, Mick, Michael. Mick, Mick, Michael. So now we're just mixing shows. I know. Um, Idiot. That's Dwight. Yeah. But the yeah, so there's actually a Carolina Hearn bursary for female writers. It's the second year it's been running now. Where there's, Joanna, I'm not sure because somebody tagged me on it today on Facebook. But I remember she seeing it last year as well. But do you know what? A lot of people, it's like say if you think something's funny or you want to write a script, like don't let anyone tell you that it's shite or it's not good enough because yeah. the only people who decide that are just like single people or a yeah. table full of people which like we i know that me and you have both written tons of stuff before and it hasn't got any further and it's not to say that it's shit it's to to, to say that like it's to do more about yeah. the, the other person's sense of humor they have to click with and your sense of humor i find it's just being the right time yeah. like i remember lisa mcgee who wrote dairy girls saying that if she had a pitched Dairy Girls 10 years ago nobody would have taken it mm. but now was the perfect time that regional comedy was being embraced and female com- comedy was being pushed that it worked yeah. but had it been 10 years ago with the exact same script nobody would have taken it despite the script itself being great you know what I mean Yeah. So it's about timing as well and stuff like just finding the right company that you know what I mean like Hattrick Productions the tr- productions that made Derry Girls made Father Ted hmm. so they had they an eye for Irish comedy too, didn't they? yeah so it's did they? I think no they didn't did they not? Mm, don't know but anyway like they have an eye for Irish comedy like it's about finding the right team and the right production company and the right people that yeah. see that style of comedy do you know what I mean it's like the comedy unit based in Glasgow that makes Scott Squad then they went on to make Soft Border Patrol and the, the Welsh one now, Tourism, because that's their speciality, is that mockumentary, improvisational style of comedy. So yeah. I think as much as you can come up with a, an idea, if it doesn't, if it gets turned down, you just keep going. If you really believe in it, look at J.K. Rowling. That's I think it. she got turned down by like a hundred different publishers before mm. one took her on and she's fucking biggest franchise in the world. By, by far. But it shows you as well, when you, like you're saying you try to pitch... Goggle box, do you know what I mean? I know. If you think of that concept and you go, We're gonna film people watching, watching TV, TV shows and they're just gonna give their opinions, not scripted, they're just gonna say uh, just whatever comes out of their mouths yeah. and we'll cut it up and pick the best bits. Nine out of ten, if not ninety nine out of a hundred executives yeah. are just gonna go on you go, mate. I've always thought Don't waste my time. The best thing to do to pitch something is to make a t- a teaser. Yeah. Make a five-minute teaser of that, and people will go, I, I get it now, because I, I know I'm not a writer, per se, so I find it difficult to uh, put on paper exactly what I mean. Yeah. And I know that if I, I'll go like, oh, but I, w- I would say it like this, or I would that person would, you know, be like this, and I think it just needs to be visual. Yeah. And again, that, that comes back to stand-up as well, where if you if you want to be a comedian, don't copy your idols or people who inspire you yeah. like write for if you were sitting in the audience and you were watching someone what would you like to see mm. do you know what I mean that's what people should be aiming towards yeah that's good advice actually do you know what I mean like it's when somebody so says no, I to have to get on stage naked pretty much that's what I'd be Andy. that'd be hilarious <laughs> but it's like when people say who's your favourite comedian most comedians answer me <laughs> not as in themselves Sean as in themselves because you're writing for your own sense of humor. Mm. Do you know what I mean? No, no one can match the exact sense of humor you have, like yourself. That is true. You know what I mean, but then I do worry as well because you and I have a very dark sense of humor, and we spend most of our time together. And each other is what we sort of we bounce off each other when we're having a bit of crack or when we're testing things. I don't know. And then I worry if I then go and say that in a, another room, will it be like? Because like even last week I'd say, do you should like this is the thing I've thought of. Should I say this? And then you were like, that is so dark, Dan. Well, you can't do that. Yeah. Um. And I I sort of held half of it back last night because I didn't want to say it all. Mm. But in my head, I'm all, no, it's not wise up. But I, in the spectrum of real life and the world and the average person, most of what I think and say is fucking 
Not shouldn't be thought or said. <laughs> I know, I know. But uh, I, I don't know. It, it always goes back as well to that whole thing where never try and appeal to everyone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You should always just try and please yourself and that's it. Like You should never be making anything for what you think people might like because no one, 100% of people are never going to like your yeah. stuff. You're always going to have people who hate your guts. You're always going to have people who want to see you fail. You're always going to want to see people who want you to be miserable, but that's on them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You should sort of rise above all that and just make stuff that you think is funny or stuff that you enjoy making. Yeah, that is, that's the probably, th- and then as well, you'll, this cat you'll do better talking. at that because you're you're being true to what you find funny or what you like rather than trying to imitate something else, so you'll be better at it. I know our cat, we have a second cat now, I don't, I don't even know if we've done a podcast since we've had him, I'm sure we have. It's called Zuppy yeah, and he have. is a nightmare. We're currently sitting on four leather chairs at our kitchen table Sweet and dick. they are shredded with has stupid wee claws straight up smacked into my microphone I know what a rude um, will you hear him purring he's got the loudest purr of anybody see if you're trying to hear a cat purr where do you put the microphone his throat do you think so do you hear him do you he hear can't that? hear now he's he climbs over everything. did you hear him last night aye well no what just purring just yeah, yeah. lay in my throat sat on my head Climbed all over my back. He's a nightmare. He's he's fucking nice at my microphone. You see, it's I think for anybody who has a cat will know that once <sighs> they can start stop him, please, would you? Going outside. Oh shit. He's a dickhead. <laughs> but do you know what? Do you know what's shit as well, right? Like, see, once a TV show gets made, it gets commissioned for the same time every year. So Soft Border Patrol is going to be out at the same time. Diary Girls is going to be out at the same time. He needs kicked out. Right, keep going um, Everything that gets made, it's like when you see The Office or something, they'll know at episode 14 they'll have a Christmas special. But the shit thing is, uh, with Diary Girls getting made, it's such a shame that there'll never be a Halloween special. Do you know what I mean? But sure, you can, you can release a one-off. But... You you can't just say that. It has to get commissioned. It has to. Everyone has to get paid. Yeah, they can commission a one-off episode. Yeah, but when have you ever seen that? Whenever you see the Christmas odd Christmas specials? specials. I know, I know, but I mean, like the perfect Dairy Girls episode would be Dairy going Halloween. out in Dairy at Halloween. And it would be like it would be brilliant just by going to dairyhalloween.com and checking out all <laughs> where everything is. Do you know what I mean? But I don't think that it's um. A necessity that it goes out at the same time every year. It might not, like, but it does. Well, it won't because it's being shot this year, four months later than it got shot last year. So but the edit just get edited quicker. I don't know if that's true. You don't know. Do you want I added a two-minute Rodney video in about an hour and a half. No, I think that because last year we shot May and June, this year it's shot in October, November. Yeah. So June, July, August, four months it, later. When was it out this year? January. January. So I don't. It may not go till March. I don't know. Who knows? Because yeah. like Soft Border Patrol was filming, it started being sh- was started on Monday, the same day as Derry Girl started shooting, and I don't know if it'll go out, like it went out in j- January as well, January, February time. Who yeah. knows? It's going to be interesting. What is he doing? He's a root. He's got a wee toy out there now. Does he? Yeah. He's very loud. Um, we have to bring him for his injections in a couple of hours. He's getting the second injection, which means after that, he can get, get out, out of his here. house. And yeah. he will be out. Um, so on the topic of Halloween too, I'm actually hosting. Oh, you want me to keep that for... Uh, oh, Jesus, I don't know what jingles you've made and what I'm supposed to say and not you say. You were talking about the actual jingle before. I know. So I have to keep like live stuff for one of your jingles and then keep TV stuff for another one of your jingles and can't talk about it beforehand. <laughs> Unless you want to have a jingle-free episode and we'll just <laughs> no. rifle through everything. You're I can brand. play the jingle now and you can, you can 100% so talk about it. can I not talk it. about Soft Border Patrol too either? Talk about it in 10 seconds. Just let me find the, the jingle first. Christ on a bike. You've just threw this on me. I know. Right, here we go.
us all when you're on TV. Don't say it like that there, like I'm... Well, fucking Fuck's sake, us. you've got a jingle for it? Anyway. See how she speaks to me? I know, that was a bit much. That's constant. That's two or three times a day now. Yeah, so just because we were talking about Halloween, I am... I see a counsellor behind your back. Hosting. <laughs> I'm hosting Dairy Halloween this year for TG Kahar and BBC Two. Um, which is a two, it's going to be a two-hour live televised event, which I'm really excited about. It's going to be amazing. So good. Like, there'll be lots of... It's it's a musical event, and it'll be... There's three different stages throughout Derry that me and another host that I'll be meeting next week and tell you about next week um, will be popping between the different stages. And, um, yeah, it should be great. It should be great fun. Like, obviously, it's my first time doing live TV, which is mad. And, well, like, quite scary. Yeah. Because it's also bilingual, so half it'll be in Irish, half it'll be in English, because it's on the two different channels. So it'll be a challenge, but I'm totally up for it, because as somebody from Derry, growing up and enjoying Halloween in Derry every year, to be able to host it is... It's, it's, it's brilliant. Like, will yeah. be so much fun. And, and it's nice too, the way, it, like, obviously you're from Derry, you've got this now as well, and then with us, uh, with... Dairy Halloween sponsoring our podcast too. Mm-hmm. I know I've came back to that a few times. Like I'm trying to be a dick and go, oh, let's talk about it a couple of times. But t- to be yeah. honest, it, it's class how like this month it's all just like you and Dairy and Halloween and that sort you know, of stuff. Uh, I know it's class, but it is fucking an amazing city to, to be in on Halloween. It, it, it definitely really is. is. We went up and made a video for DairyHalloween.com <laughs> and. Yeah, we who did we week. bump into? My actual auntie, which is hilarious. And she is a live Ooh. wire in it. Yeah. So if you watch the video that's on our Facebook pages and our Twitter accounts, um, she's the one that we asked for three words to describe Dairy Halloween and she gives us nine. I know, I know. <laughs> and she does a wee woo high five at the end. So that's my auntie Sess. And she's she's hilarious, like. Mm. So it was it was great bumping into her and getting her on it like she's all biz. She's actually Brad Pitt's granny too, isn't she? Or auntie? Sess Pitt? Is that a thing? There you have a it. A cesspit? Yeah. What's that? I think it's like a like a sewer kind of thing for your shit. <laughs> a cesspit? What? I think so. Something like that. A cesspit for your yeah. shit? This conversation went down south really quickly, didn't it? Yeah. Um, Even though we're so talking about the north. That's obviously on on Halloween night on TG Kahara and BBC Two, and I, at, I think from half nine to half eleven or nine to eleven. And also... Yeah, so Soft Border Patrol is filming again now too. You start on that when? Monday? I start I start next week, yeah, because we shoot each of the... If you watched it last series, there's like a few different um, employees of the Soft Border Patrol that are like either in a pair or by themselves. So the way it works is they shoot in blocks of all your stuff in the one whack. So I'll be out next week with my partner who is played by Paddy Buchanan. There's also loads of like um well a couple of guest appearances this year too from Barra Best, Lisa McHugh and your uncle Hugo Duncan. He's gonna be on it too. Aye. Are you allowed to talk about who's on No other cast members? Dairy what are you girls? asking? No. What do you mean? Don't you know if a few people here are gonna guest star in, in Dairy Girls? Oh I definitely can't say that. Alright. well do you know what I probably could because I'm I'm not in it this year, like yeah. in the second series, so I can say what I want. But no, don't you don't want to release stuff yeah. like that before they, they release it themselves. But um yeah, so there's loads of stuff filming like around Belfast at the minute, which is great. It is, it's class. And would you say it's got anything to do with Lord of the Rings? No, Lord. sorry. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Same shade, isn't it? No, I just think the Game of Thrones are one of the first companies to take up on the fact that it's a lot cheaper to film here, that we also have amazing scenery. We we really do. And unbelievable crew. Like the production crew, the, the, the standard of production crew here is unbelievable. Such professional, hardworking, really brilliant, talented people. So mm. I think that, and it goes to show because the, the production members that I know, people that work in sound and the you know directors of photography and even arts department and their f- costume department, they're flat out. You can't get them f- in, no, anymore. Like they're so back to back with work, uh, which mm. is amazing. But I think it's to do with the fact that we have like the studios and stuff here too, like down the Titanic Quarter. That it's just a, it's so handy for people to film. It's cheap yeah. to put your actors up too, and in comparison to putting them up in London or Dublin or something to shoot, you know, you can put them up here in a, for three months in an apartment, and uh, you know, if you're putting up 30, 10, 20 cast members or whatever, it's cheaper, like. Yeah, big time, especially compared to New York and mm. 
other, and actually, other places. I think production's paid less here than it would be if you were living in London, oh, obviously. So yeah. you do save a lot of money coming yeah. here and hiring locally as well. So That's it. Cheaper cost of living. That's that. Better way of life. Higher standard of life. The but green feels yeah. nice to look at. It's always confusing for them at the start, though, isn't it? The way they come over here and what they call runners during production, we call goddies. Mm. <laughs> so it's weird, I'm sure, having, having to get used to that. That's an industry joke for anyone who doesn't know what a runner is. Yep. Um, Believe it. So we had loads of shit pla- planned here, all games and jingles and everything, and I think we're about 40 minutes deep. That's all right. This bad boy. Um, do you want to do a wee game then? Do you want to do a wee game then? Do you want to play Spin the Bottle? Me and you. Do you Not again. Do Google search. Uh, uh, uh. That's not the jingle, by the way. I haven't changed it. Here we go. Though she's typing in the third John Google. Say what? But she's stopping only halfway through. Why is that? And he's trying to finish her sentence for her, but he hasn't got the fucking clue. <laughs> what? That's <laughs> my favorite. I forgot all about that one. Lily pad. That's what you call the big leaf thing that the toad's sitting on. Lily pad. I didn't ask you that. I couldn't remember it earlier on. I was talking I about the wee I think you had a wee conversation with yourself and you've just answered a wee question thinking I asked you it. When no, you didn't ask me. I just asked myself it out loud. I did have a conversation with myself, but it was out loud during this podcast. Right. Did you take your wee tablet? No. Um, what have you got in store for me this week? So, how far can white men actually jump? No, but that's a good... That's or is that high high? Highly racist shout. Yeah, you don't jump White far unless you're doing a long jump. Yeah. That's what you do jump far then, don't you? You do? Mm. Um, how far can How far can Diona go and stand up? <laughs> no? Far away. Did you do we fart there? Was that the It was in the leather, leather chair. Oh, was this? How far can smell leather too, is it? Fucking Reagan. <laughs> I'm only joking. Um how far can you get in an electric car before the meter starts beeping? Nope. You don't meter an electric car. You I, I always imagine Joe that wor- that shite noise going off to the way in a car, like a wee light comes on when you need diesel. Aye. Whereas in an electric car, I always imagine that annoying like shit ambulance noise. You hate going to have off. a neighbours that like pay top up their yeah. electricity because then they let it go out. Yeah. Like our old house in Belfast used to have a top up, and it was like meh. constant, wasn't it? And if you went away in your holidays or something and came back, your fridge would run it out, so yeah. you'd walk into the door to it going off. I know. How far can you travel to get the diary for Halloween? No. We should do a wee competition. If you ever travels the furthest, we'll pay their diesel. What if someone like comes from Australia? Then they'll not need any diesel. They will obviously need diesel. Like the f- what fuel does a plane use? Your Protein e- shit. You whack. So how far can so think about? <laughs> I'm going to say think about when you look, <laughs> but like. Think about when you look. Yeah. How far can you see? Yeah. And the next Wait. one. And the next one is just something or somebody else seeing. How far can something see? How far can my creepy neighbor watch me <laughs> getting dressed? No. No. <coughs> um, how far can. Ding, ding, see. Mm-hmm. See. I farkin. Mm-hmm. So it's two syllables in the word. Mini me. <laughs> no? I don't know. I babies? I farkin babies see? Yeah, because like, that is a question I'm sure people wonder. Cause Not very far. Their eyes aren't very good at the start, are they? I don't know. I've never. Well, I suppose I have been a baby. <laughs> the other one is uh. something that's an epidemic in the classroom. In school, and you're wondering how far can an STD spread if you n- no pull, pull your beans in the store. Pull your beans. Aye. How far can? But you're in the same something dirty. How far? And my kids come home from school. You're like, I've cran it out. Have you got touched up again? How far can my brain has turned off? How far can? They like to live in warm places. How far can people in Crawfords burn? <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. You're in a classroom. Kids in a classroom. 
You don't want their heads touching. I fucking lice spread. Nets jump. Nets jump. Same thing. Same That's thing. Exactly I'll give you it. Exactly the same. That's what she That's said. That's what she said. <laughs> I said about that one. Have I you got your read? That's what she said. Jingle. I it's gonna be too late. I do, but I'm gonna play a random it's one. A sound bite. That's what she said. There you go. Sounds like he's after a run. I have loads of them. That's what she said. That's not him. That's what she said. That's what she said. The one name <laughs> wasn't Michael Scott. That's what she said. That's what she said. Okay. That's what she said. That's what she said. Stop it. That's what she said. You've got two more. I played that. I wasn't going to play that last one, but then you said stop it, and then I was like, that's what she said. All right. Um, <laughs> how far can Dylan shake that booty, baby? Shake that booty, baby. Um, how far can... How far can... Do you know the rest of the words that? How far can Shit. someone hitchhike without having to give money for diesel? Hitchhikers don't have to give money for diesel, do they? I know, like but if you're in somebody's road? car for 200 miles, they might go, here, mate, come Jesus, on. Who would pick up a hitchhiker for 200 miles? I saw a hitchhiker a couple of weeks ago. Isn't that mad? We both seen a hitchhiker. Were you with me? Yeah, they had a sign saying Dublin. And they oh, were I in... Where? Were they not like in the Lurgan or Craig Avenue or something? No. Going Belfast? to Dublin? Maybe know. it was Belfast. How far can right, the next two are? How far can you? How far can you? I would walk five hundred. How far can you walk in a day? In a day. You don't get that because I gave you far too much help for that one. The last one is so random, but you <coughs> might ask this question if you were a pirate or a sailor or a fish. <laughs> how far can the ocean go down? <laughs> what? Do you mean how deep is the ocean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how far can I walk on the plank no um, how far can you is what I said it was how far can you see at at sea, sea level how far can you see at sea level yeah my favourite one is how far can nits jump do not give your tail on your child Chloe go on and sit beside Samantha but not more than six foot because yeah. like, that's how far they can jump <laughs> that's it that's the five of them happy days Brilliant. B- buzzing. Well done. That was really, really wonderful. Buzzing. I think you got three or something, didn't you? Let's plug some gigs, will we? It's weird how we're both going to be plugging the same gigs and stuff. Are we? Well, when's your next gig, mate? <laughs> the one that you're on on Thursday night. There you go. I was thinking I should have probably allowed, not allowed, but like give away a ticket or two to pay for it at Ulster each week on the podcast. Can you do that? Well, I can just, it's my guest list. I can just write down a name or two. Yeah, but then you're not going to have one person go no, on like their I'd, own. I'd let you have like two. I'm sure you'd, enough creeps follow you where people would go on their own, but I mean, yeah, you could probably, bit late. That's bit late for that. We'll do it next year. <laughs> Wait. That's what she said. Hi, we'll, we'll do it do next, next year. year. Bit of a shit one. Well, it's not that. That's like what she said. It's not what I said. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> she said I it. I wouldn't say it. Yeah. Um, he never dis- like explains where it comes from, does he? He just he said one time he just says it, doesn't he? He doesn't like it's not based on anyone or anything or. That's a thing that all lots. He didn't come up with that. Like that's not just from the office. That's what she said is a thing. So where does it derive then? I th- I don't know, but maybe you could figure that out for next week. But yeah. it's a thing that people say. Like oh, that's what is she it said. It's not. He didn't make that up. It's like what is the other one? What an actor said to Bishop? Is that right? I think it's the, uh, the actor said to the bishop, yeah. What, what's that? That's, a, that's what she said. Is it? Yeah. Or is it not the nun said to the bishop, no? No, I think it's an actor. Let me just check. Or are you checking? No, I'm going to check that's what she said. But, well, all the lads, that's what she said. Is Actor said to the bishop. Yeah, the phrase said the actress to the bishop is a colloquial and vulgar British exclamation offering actress? humor. Yeah. By serving as a punchline that exposes an unintended double entendre. An equivalent phrase in North America is that's what she said. So that's what she said is the American equivalent to right, right. said the actress of the bishop. Like the way they say stroller and we say pram. They say... Diaper. We, we say, say nappy. Nappies. We say uh, boot. Trash. They say trunk. Trash. Yeah. Garbage. Trash. Oh. Um, trash bins. That sort of thing. Garbage. Londonry, we say Londonderry. <laughs> Londonry. So I, Shanae, let's go. Um, you had none? No, actually, I don't know why I said that. But the gigs you're promoting are? Oh, yeah. 
uh, Pug Uglies this Thursday night. Mm-hmm. I will be doing that. You will be doing that. That's going to be epic bands. Yeah. And the end of the month, I'll be at the Galway Comedy Festival performing with some absolute heroes. Um, Milton Jones is going to be over, so I'm going to try and sneak in a wee coffee with him somewhere. We for all for all we know, we will be in the same hotel. Um, you could sneak in late at night. I can't do a podcast with him because my podcast is Sean Haggerty Talks to Himself. So I can't do it as Sean Haggerty Talks to Himself. And you Milton come up with the worst names that completely box you in. I thought of another one the other day. Right hand up the pod. Yeah. That would work. That's a good one. We have to get people to... You just swear the them truth. in with some sort of declaration at the They're beginning. They're all hooked up to a lie detector. Yeah. And it's on Jeremy Cow. Let's get the lie detector out. John too. Um, so also, Perfated Ulster, this is the last episode recording on Thursday night. So yeah, it's too late to do the whole like inviting people to go to it. However, um, it's on the radio every Saturday morning. Why don't you give two tickets away this week? Uh, my guest list is I have a few names on it this week already. Oh, I can't really add any more. Ha- do you know what? I haven't even used my guest only used my guest list once this season, so I should have bloody well yeah. done that. But I don't think, and I'll do it next year. All right. However, that's what, that's she, what said. she said. Why don't you get like give away two tickets for people to just come and just watch you record Soft Border Patrol? What? A dead ticket. Don't be so stupid. No, you just sit at the other side of the road in camouflage gear. <laughs> As extras? Just, just w- no, just watch you just from through a bush. So that perforated Ulster, the last episode, will be on the radio at half ten this Saturday, if you want to listen under that. And as Sean said, he said, Lennon Pog Uglies on Thursday night, and I'm going to do the wee open spot. Do a wee open spot. Um, and then, that's that for this week, isn't it? Gig-wise? Yeah, this week, that's it. Aye, that's Ooh, it for the podcast. Let's shut that cat. wrap this bad boy up. All right, well, that's us, isn't it? Yeah, take it easy. DiaryHalloween.com if you fancy going up to Diary this Halloween. And thanks to them for sponsoring this podcast. And they're sponsoring the next one as well. And they sponsored the video that we made in Diary, which is available on all social media platforms. Check out their Facebook page, their Twitter. Thanks uh, for allowing us to eat this month, Diary Halloween. On Instagram. Yeah, for Pledius. And keep her spooky. Do you know what annoys me? Keeper Spooky was a grand ending. And then you just have to add a couple of seconds more on that is so awkward. I'm leaving it there. I still haven't pressed that. <laughs> no, gonna, yeah, I, 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 do you know why? Because I'm going to let people see the real you. Right, Die in hell, bitch. <laughs>